Well, welcome to a new year of the podcast. Obviously, it looks a little bit different. I just want to thank Trady for all their support throughout last year and moving into the, the new year. It gives me great pleasure to introduce the new podcast for the football club one-on-one with myself and occasionally Bryn. How are you, Brynny? Yeah, I'm well. I'm happy to be more of a sidekick this year than I was last year. And I'm excited that an element of Rish and Rath is, is still here. So, mate, how excited are you for this? Yeah, I'm excited. Obviously, I lost my, my partner in crime over the off-season. We'll get into that a little bit later. but mm, Devastating. I guess the format moving forward, I'm keen to, to go into depth with, with a range of guests, both football and, and non-football related, and talk, talk about life, talk about problems that we all face every day, and really give the audience an insight into high performance, what that means, the challenges that come off the back of that, and how you overcome them. I feel like in life, we all have issues and difficult times, but can really share a common goal in overcoming them and strategies are pretty universal in that space. I think without giving away the future guest list that we're planning to do this year as well, there's a nice variety of people. Like it's not just AFL players, there's, there's definitely a nice variety of people to come. Yeah, it'll be cool. It'll be cool. We have a couple of connections at the football club, which is which is nice, and hopefully the the audience will enjoy hearing from a, a wide variety of people on a wide variety of issues and complicated sort of matters. But yeah, I'm really excited to get to know them a little bit more and and go deeper into it. Now, there's an exciting development. Can you promise a regular time slot for one-on-one content? I believe so. <laughs> Confidently <laughs> believe so. I believe so. <laughs> Tuesday night, 5 p.m. will be our time slot. So look out for it. It'll be a consistent thing for us. And yeah, you'll you'll be hearing my voice a lot more. That's one thing we, we didn't do well with Rish and Rath last year. We we were a regular, but this is this is exciting because we have the minis, which will be the preview of the regular episodes, which people can, I guess, whet their appetite for is a, is a good way to put it, just as they, yeah, as they I think look so. for. I think yeah. that'll be the, yeah, like you said, the preview for the, for the main episode. But... Again, you'll yeah get an insight into that in the next couple of weeks. I like it. Well, do you want to touch the elephant in the room? What what happened to our great mate Darcy? Yeah, so like we touched on before, Rish and Rath is is dead. Um, <laughs> to put it bluntly, <laughs> very blunt. We had we had a brief conversation, Bryn and I, uh, over the off season, and he floated my ideas for the year coming. And conveniently, Darcy wasn't available for that meeting. And I had a few ideas on how I wanted to take it in the next year in 2023. And again, Darcy missed the, the second follow-up meeting to that. So <laughs> we read the writing on the wall a little bit. <laughs> oh, And yeah, I guess I had a good chat to Darcy. He wasn't overly keen to, to keep it going. Um, he's a very simple man. He obviously got married over the off season. He's got a couple of dogs. <laughs> Who knows, he may have a couple of kids on the way soon. <laughs> but fully respect Darcy. I love him. And I'll touch on the wedding a little bit yeah. more as, as we progress. But I just think it was a little bit too much for him this year. And he's, he's hung up the boots he wasn't, the microphone. He wasn't happy with the suggestion that the get to know yous would also not be maybe a future component of the podcast. Because that was a major thing that he bought, I feel. Yeah, he really bought into that. Um, <laughs> but uh, that was <laughs> I was getting the flick, regardless of whether he was in it or not. Uh, but yeah, I'm... maybe we'll have him as a guest. But maybe. Maybe. Yeah. It's yeah. a big maybe. We'll was it, was it actually a case, potentially, that we got him pre-wedding that it could have rattled him as he's planning for the biggest day of his life? Oh, he's a pretty relaxed kind of guy. I don't think it, it would have rattled him. But like I said before, he's very simple. And anything that is a little bit left of center can sometimes fall to the the side for Dars and... Oh, well, if he keeps playing good footy, I'm happy. It was great memories. I mean, maybe reflecting because we didn't do this. We didn't know that the end was nigh at the end of last year. What was was your favourite highlight of the Rish and Rath series? Oh, we had had a lot of cool guests. They... 
they shared a lot of stories and there's a lot of funny memories. But to be honest, just chatting with Das and hearing what he was saying, um, like I said before, Das is one of my best mates and will be for a very long time. So just doing something with him out of his comfort zone mainly, out of mine as well, um, was really fun. Obviously facilitated by you, Bryn, but sort of doing that with him and getting down into the cracks of, of people and that and how they operate in their lives was was really fun with him. So that's probably my highlight. Do you have one? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I actually went through um, a TikTok scroll of our account <laughs> a couple of days ago and Peter Wright bringing in the bobbleheads of you two. <laughs> I've never seen a more sort of genuine reaction to to a surprising <laughs> gift. Um, I forgot that even happened. <laughs> <laughs> uh, later, he was quite nervous. I remember uh, we, we uh, organised with that. Uh, with Peter to bring that on and he wasn't sure how it was going to be received and I, I know he was elated that you two yeah ecstatic loved it we both it. loved it we we're both pretty happy with it too yeah absolutely and and I look I guess I would say that your bobblehead was more reflection on how you look I feel like Darcy's bobblehead I don't know if you remember but it looked like it looked a bit more like Nick Bryant like he got <laughs> he got a little bit robbed there was he happy with it I can't remember his reaction to I it. think he was yeah I think he was but maybe he just didn't want to tell on camera that it just didn't look like him. He's got one sitting at home. I know that for sure. Okay, yeah, he's bought, he's bought out the bomber shop. Well, mate, maybe you can touch on, speaking of Darcy, and he was a big part of your off-season. What did, what did you get up to? Oh, the off-season was good. Obviously a tricky end to last season, and we don't have to go into too much detail on that, but it was a, a well-needed break. I think I needed to refresh mentally, um, physically, and had a few niggly injuries that I sort of wanted to, to put to bed as well. So I, I was lucky enough to get away for about a month. Um, I spent half of that in North America with my girlfriend and my parents, which was really fun. My, my cousin got married, so shout out to them, which was awesome to be a part of. Not a part of, but there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you weren't getting married. <laughs> no, I wasn't, I wasn't getting married. Um, so I spent, yeah, quite a bit of time in Toronto. That's where my family's from originally. And then shot over to Banff um, in Alberta, which was a lot of fun as well. I did that with my parents and Emma as well. I'd never been to the, the Rocky Mountains before. Oh, wow. Probably one of the most beautiful places I've ever been, which was fantastic. And then shortly after the wedding, uh, Emma and I jetted off to Europe and we spent a couple of days in Paris and then hired a car in Italy and, and drove all around, which was pretty magical as well. Oh my goodness. That's actually so much experience in such a short amount of time. Like you literally traverse different continents. Not many not many people get to do that on their off season. Yeah, no, it was it was amazing. I guess the the great part about what we do is we get we get a fair bit of time off um, through October and November and you, you get to see the world and, and recover and, and rest and then get ready to go again. I sort of had those four and a half weeks away and then as soon as I returned back, my body felt good again and, and was back into training pretty much straight after that. But I guess after that amount of time, you you put your work hat back on and, and remember what, what you're here to do and what you were put on this, this planet to do and that's play footy right now. So got stuck back into training, was in here pretty much the day I got back and yeah, a lot of the boys were as well. So it was a good break, but also had our eyes on 2023. And with all of that international travel, how hard was it to, you know, keep up that training standard so that when you came back, you know, you had that balance of having a break, but then you actually hit the ground running into a very heavy pre-season? Yeah, it's tricky. I was a little bit luckier in a sense that I was sort of off legs for a lot of that period. Um, I had a little bit of a foot problem last year. Um, so I really wanted that to settle. So I had some weights program um, and sort of off legs conditioning. So it's a little bit easier to get than sort of running on the cobblestones in Paris and in uh, Rome. But <laughs> very, very bad ankle <laughs> ankle injury territory. Yeah, it's not good for that. It's great for the scooters. They have lime scooters everywhere there. So mm. we were riding 
lime scooters through. On the cobblestone, not a lot of suspension on the lime scooters. So. They're actually pretty good. I reckon they adjusted them in Rome for okay. that. Because we're right, <laughs> those off tap lime scooters were absolutely <laughs> hydraulics. <They're> unbelievable. <laughs> um, but yeah, it is a tricky balance. Um, you want to, like I said before, sort of rest your mind, rest your body, but you also have in the back of your mind that you want to show up day one of preseason better than you left, which is sometimes a challenge. But especially with a lot of change in our football club, you wanted to present yourself um, as the best version of you. So the boys put in a a mountain of work in the off-season to come back day one ready to go and I think the boys did really well in that aspect. And outside of Canada, if you could live in one country that you visited or one place, what would it be? I loved Lake Como. Loved oh, it. that's where George Clooney's got his pad, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah right. Um, Not that I, I know George, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like I do, yeah. Sorry. It's pretty common knowledge that he does spend a lot of time there. Um, yeah, Emma, my partner, didn't love it there. Which is which hurt my heart a little bit because <laughs> it was probably my favorite place in the whole world that I've been to. Um, I love the mountains and I love the water, so it was like the like, contrast. Yeah, it was just perfect for me. It was a little bit cold for her. Um, she much preferred the sort of south of Italy. Fair mm. enough. Um, yep. And love the mountains in Canada, so I didn't really know why she didn't like like yeah, Camera that much. But okay, <laughs> yeah, that's all right. Another highlight for me that I saw of you. I don't, I don't keep tabs on you, by the way, but it just it <laughs> cropped up actually on my TikTok feed. Yeah. You did a certain thing at Darcy's wedding. Would you maybe like to tell everyone what you got TikTok famous for at Darcy's wedding? All right. All right. Um, I think I know what you're talking about. Do you want me to talk about the wedding itself first, or this incident? Um, <laughs> I don't think I don't think it's an incident. I think <laughs> yeah. I think it's a celebration. Okay, well, I'll start with that. Okay. Um, well, wedding actually, maybe it's a wedding, so maybe. Okay, wedding. we'll start the wedding. Okay. First of all, um, when I got back from from Europe, I wanted to take Darcy and Grace out for dinner with with my partner Emma as well, just to congratulate them and yeah, like just enjoy the moment, celebrate the love of sort of Darcy and Grace Parish now they're called and. Sitting on, they got there a little bit earlier than I did. I'm normally like a couple minutes late to dinners. Darcy always gives me shit for that but I always am um and sitting on my chair was a box and I didn't really know what was going on um and Emma my partner sort of looked at me like really excited I'm like what are you what are you doing what's going on um and I pick up the box and I kind of look at it and it says best man on it and I haven't been to too many weddings so I was pretty naive I thought I was just in the bridal party like one of the groomsmen and then Emma got excited again about <laughs> that I'm like yeah this is pretty cool but yeah. like she's like no 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 like you're the main one and I'm like are you sure? And oh, then I had I to like, it didn't, stick I, it didn't it. click, it didn't nah. Um, so I I was obviously really, really excited and funnily enough, sort of tearing up with Dar, Stuff and I looking at each other with, like, are we really doing this right now? Like, why are we? <laughs> and then I sort of figured out what that all meant and I was like, wow, this is a pretty important moment. So it all started there. Very grateful to be involved in the wedding. Um, it was a beautiful day. I've said to so many people that they, they really flushed flushed it it was perfect mm. um a great combination between it being super super nice and elegant but also very simple and summed up their personalities really well the way they incorporated their parents and the bridal party was beautiful too and yeah like a day that i'll remember for the rest of my life like watching your best mate get married is, is pretty cool mm. i sort of remember even in the rehearsal the day before we were like practicing like the girls entrance and us sort of standing there and <laughs> i sort of looked at darcy and darcy's like oh my god this is actually happening and we had a similar moment 24 hours later on the actual day. But, yeah, it was beautiful. Love's beautiful to celebrate and, again, feel very lucky to be a part, a small part of Darcy and Grace's day. And, and a major part as well. Oh, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> minor, I call it minor. Um, but I think the incident you're referring to, so <laughs> after the wedding, 
a lot of people will be more familiar with this than I was. Um, the bridal party get photos together, Darcy and Grace get photos, and then you're formally introduced to the rest of the guests at the reception. Reception. Yep. yep. I knew that. Um, <laughs> so the day before, I didn't really think much of it. I don't know why I didn't think of it. Um, Darcy kind of mentioned it. Yeah, like we're going to have this song playing as you guys sort of stroll in. I'm like, yeah, cool. That'll be good. And then it sort of hit me all at once that we have to do like an entrance dance. And a lot of the boys know that I'm not much of a dancer. I don't really move that well. And yeah, it's just not my favorite thing to do. So I was thinking, far out, what the heck am I going to do? And I ended up going, we all ended up deciding to do something related to Darcy. So I think the first one was about fishing. The next one was like a country dance because he's from countryside Geelong. Um, and then the last one, we decided to go with a the golf theme. And I'm not mm. sure if you've seen the video of... I think we can just pair this. Yeah, you can pair, pair it. You can pair it if you want. Is it the Inspired Unemployed? Did they do it? Uh, maybe. I think they did do it. Maybe um, they, yeah. So they were the inspiration. And Chantel, Grace's maid of honour, um, was all for it. She wanted to commit to it as well. And yeah, we just did this golf motion with a little bit extra on the end. And apparently TikTok loved it. It was very fluid. Like I think what caught people by surprise <laughs> is the absolute grace of you two entering and then the swing as well. It was very – it seemed rehearsed. Like, had you – We did this? a couple times before we <laughs> ran out. <laughs> but I remember standing at the back of, like, the room and um, I feel like the boys kind of figured out what was about to happen, like that I had to do a dance in front of everyone and I sort of caught eyes with Mac Welfy and Nick Bryan and they were both like, oh, no, like, he's got to do this. And then I see Nick Bryan's phone come up ready to film it. And then I catch the eye of Sammy Durham, my housemate, and he's like, oh, my gosh, what are you going to do? Um, so that made me quite a bit more nervous. But from that point, I'm just like, you just have to commit to it. I might look really silly. I might nail it. Regardless, you have to commit for your mate. And it worked out pretty well. I think it works yeah. out very well. Yeah, I think if you get viral on TikTok, you've, you've done well, so... Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you Great. very much. Well, mate, I think this is the start of the beginning, the second phase of the pod, and um, mate, I'm excited. I can't wait to see the guests you get on firstly and what you produce content-wise. Thank you, Bryn. I'm excited too. Um, tune in, 5 p.m. Tuesday nights. The episodes will be a little bit longer than this one. This is just an intro, but looking forward to getting into it and getting a few really cool guests on for you guys to listen to. Thanks, heaps.